0: Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way.
1: I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder. Craig's just been stupid doing this. Oh, I can see me. Yeah. Yeah. Doing this stupid ninja move, trying to um, distract me. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturday, creator of Pro metabolic food uh, supplements and skincare. And I'm joined by my co founder of New Strength, Craig McDonald. Welcome, Craig.
0: Hello. Just been a clown. <laughs> just uh, just been a, a germ. <laughs> a germ. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: That's actually one of the things I love about Craig. He always makes me laugh and he does stupid stuff. Like people think that he, like, if you, you know, watch him on all the videos and he seems really serious and you know, he gets quite fired up, but he's actually pretty funny and he does all these stupid, funny things to yeah. me that people just don't see. So it's actually quite I'm funny.
0: Try, I'm trying to keep, you know, a level yeah. of, you know, professionalism and being like, this is, very, this is a serious topic. Everything we talk about is very, very serious. I mean, we have got to have fun, you know, Craig. Quite up and passionate. Yeah. But, yeah, look, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah,
1: I'm a fun guy, you know. <laughs> Um, so yeah.
0: <laughs> modest too, by the way.
1: So today's podcast, uh, I had a few questions actually from clients. And, you know, something I notice even with women who message me on um on Instagram is and we we did it we did a podcast last week about um or the week before, sorry, about why your nutrition should be cyclical. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't say the word. What's the other word I can't Likely. say? Cyclic. <laughs> what's the other word i can't say um (laughs)
0: specific that's it yeah
1: yeah it's (laughs) like it's just two words that i just can't say you know there's those words that you just can't say specificity say it Um, say it it. no i'm not saying it it.
0: specificity
1: (laughs) (laughs) um so anyway go back and listen to that podcast if you have it and craig talks about you know, some of the phases that he does with clients or we do with clients in our program. So, you know, fat loss, muscle building, um, body recomposition, maintenance phases, and when they're actually appropriate. Mm-hmm. And um, something that we see a lot with women when they're doing a fat loss phase. So when they're in a calorie deficit, that sort of lets them down is the way that they structure their meals and what they actually, um, you know, put in them. So perhaps just to start off, then if someone is doing a fat loss phase, what what does that actually mean, Craig? when it comes to their macros and their calories.
0: Well, it means you're in a caloric deficit. So you, you're, you're eating less calories than what was maintaining or potentially gaining weight in the first place. So it means that you should be losing body fat and yes. body weight. Body yep. weight. Okay, yep. cool. Yep. So like I always, this
1: is just an analogy that I like. is <laughs> like, you know, your macros is like a budget. Like think of your macros like a budget. You've got protein, carbs, and fat. So protein is worth four calories per gram um, carbs are worth four calories per gram and fats worth nine per gram. So like, you know, you've got this budget of protein, carbs, and fat that you need to spend by the end of the day. So, you know, like when you're in a, when you're in a calorie deficit, it's like, say when you're saving for a house, so you've got reduced spending money. So you need to spend, you know, your money on the things like the real necessities. So like, you know, you've got to pay your rent, gotta pay the car loan, gotta buy the groceries. Groceries, Like you just don't have any real fun money left for fun things. Mm. And so I think that's this. I feel like that's a good analogy for when you're eating the calorie deficit is that because you're eating less calories, you need to make sure that what you're actually eating is super nutrient dense Mm -hmm. and filling and how you structure your meals is important because obviously like if you're eating in a calorie, slight calorie surplus, you've got more room for like, you've covered the basics and then you've got some money left for fun stuff. Like yeah. I would say like, as an example, fun stuff to me would be like fudge mm-hmm. and marshmallows. So those things aren't necessarily, they're not bad. They're just sugar and protein and, ge- and gelatin and they're delicious, but they don't have a lot of nutrients in them. Like a lot compared to say, if you were going to eat a meal that had um, some protein and some fruit and potato and they, d- they don't have any fiber in them. So they're not very filling. Yes. So, you know, you could eat, let's say your calorie deficit is 1800 calories. So if you had a lot of like fudge and brownies in there, you know, versus a meal plan that had, you know, protein and, you know, potatoes and fruit, it's going to be way, even though it's the same calories, you're going to be way more full and satiated eating the one that's got the, the, you know, the chicken and the beef and the potatoes and the fruit, plus they're going to have more nutrients. So would you agree with that analogy, Craig?
0: I think it's a great analogy. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think, um, I think you know when you when you commit to doing a fat loss phase because look the, the, when you go into a fat loss phase, you know the goal is to lose as much fat as rapidly as possible and trying to do it in a way that is as, as sustainable so you, you you're avoiding metabolic, And when
1: he says rapidly, he doesn't mean like eat 1,200 calories. No, no, no. no. I
0: I mean within, you know, like the the metric. What's the range? Is is generally like 0.5 to 1% of your body weight per week. Yep. All right. So that's generally what we work off and we generally find that that works well in terms of seeing a sustainable rate of weight loss that doesn't affect training performance um, doesn't affect affect a lot of those subjective measure, measures like your sleep and digestion and general energy. Obviously the longer the fat loss phase goes on, you are going to run into some diet fatigue and depending on how um, aggressive you continue to sort of push that, depending on what the end goal is that you're trying to achieve, you, you can't avoid some sort of metabolic adaptation. Mm. But the thing is, I think where a lot of people go wrong is that, When you're in a caloric surplus, you just have more options available to you. You, There's more, you know, quote unquote, fun foods available Mm. to you, which you can make up some of your diet. And and that's great. And that's ultimately what that whole sort of sustainable and living approach is. But when you make the decision, I want to lose 10 kilos or 15 kilos or 20 pounds, you know, whatever it is, a significant number, not like two or three, you know, not much, you know, something that's significant, that's going to take some time. You're entering, entering into a point in time where you have to accept that the, the outcome that you want has to be greater or the desire for that outcome has to be greater than the journey that you're going to go through, right? Because that journey is going to require restriction and it's going to require you having to say no to certain foods and 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 potentially being put in situations where other people around you are not going to understand what you're doing, right? Mm. And they're like, just have one drink. You know, we've all been in those situations. Oh, one wine won't have you or one wine won't kill you or that won't upset your diet or just have some of this. It's really good. You'll love it. You know, like, like, like people just don't fucking get it sometimes, right? And and, it, and ultimately it's up to you to just say, no, 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 I'm good. Um, but, you know, from a food perspective, the way you set up your meal plan has to be about getting as much out of the foods that you're eating as possible, because when you're in a caloric deficit, it is uh, unfortunately one of just the harsh realities is you're just going to be a little bit more hungrier. Right. And as the diet goes on, and as I said before, depending on how aggressive you are, you're going to be hungrier the longer that goes on. So, you know, we, we've sort of spoken about having, you know, um, phases to the nutrition where you you go through fat loss for a while then you go back to maintenance and then you start another fat loss phase and then you go back to maintenance. You do this to kind of break up the monotony of the diet and remove that diet fatigue. But the best way that you can ultimately get out the most out of any fat loss phase is structuring your nutrition in a way where you're getting all of the nutrients that you need in abundance from foods that are obviously still really digestible for you, but are just going to have a lot more weight in terms of the satiation effect, right? And this is ultimately another reason why when you go into a fat loss phase, protein generally needs to increase because you're in more of a catabolic state. You don't have as much energy, you know, from carbohydrates, et cetera, coming in. So your uh, protein breakdown is going to be higher. So you, your need for protein is higher. So you're generally going to eat that, but that does have a, a, a satiating effect, especially if you're structuring and you're eating a little bit more things like red meat, um, maybe you're eating some, some whole eggs as well. Like all of these things are just going to take longer to sort of digest. And then from a carbohydrate perspective, you know, things like potatoes are generally going to be a little bit better than rice, even though rice is very filling, it's much less in fiber and it doesn't have as much nutrient value in terms of like potassium and uh, magnesium and stuff like that, which ultimately we need, especially when we're in a caloric deficit. So it, it really comes back to that structure. It's start with the whole foods that you know that you enjoy and that you can eat well and digest absorb well fill out the vast majority of your diet and then if you've got some room left you know add in a fun food not foods
1: yeah like food.
0: like because- try and have have something like generally like you know if, if if there's this one thing and i think you were kind of using the uh, example of emma the other day you know she's mm. just like the, the, the chocolate brownie is one of our recipes that we have. She's like, I just need to have one of those every day, and that really f- fulfills a need for me, and that's just my little treat. And that chocolate, will, yeah. That really allows me to stay on track. And then the rest of the food, when you look at her meal plan, she's, mm-hmm. she's in the red meat. She's, she's you know, she's doing all the things that are going to really allow her to stick to that and adhere to that that diet over the long term. And I think um, you know, that's that's something that everyone should look at if you're going through this process how can I maximise the effect of what I'm eating, you know? Mm. And mm. That, that, that is part of the compromise. Yeah. Like- and
1: things like – and remember, too, it's not forever – you know, like it's, it's, you, you knuckle down, you do it for, you know, 12, 16 weeks, have a long. Um, and then, you know, mo- you want to get to a point where you're getting to maintenance or a muscle building phase where you actually actually in a calorie surplus. Yeah. Um, and that's when you can have more variety and you can have more of those um, foods. And I think you can make the fat loss phase much easier by structuring it this way because you'll feel fuller yes. and you'll be getting, making sure you're getting the nutrients that you need. So, like a good example too is like we see a lot of people will drink a ton of milk and juice. And while those foods are great and very nutrient dense, they're not as filling as say, like let's say you swapped your milk for some um, uh, Greek yogurt, low fat Greek yogurt, yep. higher protein, more filling, or you swapped your juice for oranges. Yep. So you're still getting the nutrients, but you're yeah. just getting it's way more filling. Yeah. Um, you know, and just like, like taking out some of those more, f- like the fun, fun of foods, like fudge is fun to me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't contain a lot of nutrients, but it's a yeah. yummy food and you, it's not like you don't want to ever eat it, but it's, you're better off having a snack like Greek yogurt and some, you know, frozen mango mm. or something and some bee pollen on top yeah. than you are to have a, a coffee with a piece of fudge. It's yes. going to be way, way more filling. So I, a, I, I think the other thing too is you want to make sure you have your liver and oysters, So um, here's like, here's how I would structure it when I, if I was doing it is I would, you know, be having um, bioavailable protein. So red meat. Chicken, fish, some seafood, um, eggs, dairy. You know, have some milk in your coffee, but don't have a lot of like a, a smoothie is still a great meal, but it's not going to be as filling as say some Greek yogurt and some fruit. So you know, have your your bioavailable animal proteins. Um, then pick your starchy carbs. So like you know, potatoes is going to have the most nutrients. So try and include some potatoes, and then. You know, you might want to have if you like sourdough, have a slice of sourdough. It's still going to be filling. Or if you want to have white rice as a serving, have that. Mm-hmm. Um, fruit always have fruit. So like fruit is going to fill you up. Like oranges are great. You know, any fruit that you enjoy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Greek yogurt, low-fat Probably. cheese is great. Hey, I, th- I think
0: just 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 yeah. to jump in real real quick, like you know when you sort of track your food you kind of get a bit of an understanding of what amounts you can get for (laughs) the the, the actual volume of the food but for the actual amount of carbs and i I think melissa actually did a a live um once and she was like um comparing like three dates and dates are really 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 awesome but holy man they're they're very Very much calories yeah. Very carborific. Yeah. It was like three dates compared to the same amount of carbs compared to the the and she she had it on there so people could actually see it. it was three dates. And then it was like compared to strawberries. And she had like this giant bowl of strawberries. And it's just like that's the exact same amount of carbs. when you've got to make a decision right now on which ones you're gonna get more out of, it's gonna be pretty obvious. You know, you eat all these strawberries, which are delicious, yeah, and it's just like they're just it's gonna take you longer to eat, it's gonna make you feel way more satiated you're just going to feel you know you're not going to be thinking about your next meal at the end of that meal because that's that's definitely not generally a sign that you're not doing something too well at that mm. point
1: i think also too craig would you agree with this is like when clients that you're doing fat loss days in our program because they're also strength training so which requires energy and more carbohydrates that that a lower fat going lower fat and higher carbs is more beneficial plus you're going to get more food Yes, You know, so like you could keep your, your fat between 40, 40 to 50 grams and then try and push your carbs up as high as you can once you've set the protein, obviously, to meet whatever the calories are.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think that's generally a preferred option. I think it always needs to come back to the individual. And if they're structuring their meal plan in a way that uh, if they just go, look, if I can just have a little bit more fat, then I can eat these foods and that's going to allow me to adhere to this process. That's, that's probably one of the biggest things that I, I would always look at. Mm. Um, but ultimately, yeah, from from that point, absolutely, that you know, we're we're in an energy deficit and and our body's main energy source is carbohydrates. And and that's generally what's going to be pulled back to continually create that deficit. Um, so if we can we can bring fat, even to begin the diet with, to, to the lowest point as possible, from which you can structure a meal plan um, that that you enjoy, you know, and I would start with. Some clients where they've only had like 40 or 45 grams of fat, you know, and, and before anyone gets on the train about, oh, but you need fats for soluble vitamins and, you know, 40 is well, enough to get it. For, it's, enough to, like,
1: get it's enough. 40 is enough. You can do what you need to do with 40.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. The amount of fat you need is, is very, very minimal. So it's, it's like once you kind of tick that box and just allows you to structure the program. Yeah, absolutely. Try and have as much carbohydrates as possible. And then actually make the, 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 how you hit those carbohydrates, you know, count Fruit, fruit, potatoes, yeah, white rice,
1: some sourdough. And then obviously when you come up to maintenance or in a surplus, you can bring that fat up and you've got a bit more that's right, you know, room yeah, to move you and got, you can got more yeah.
0: options then, you know, because yeah. at, at that point the whole the whole goal needs to switch from I'm trying to be as lean as possible and get off all the fat to be as you know, if you're doing this properly, is to be as grow as much muscle as possible. So muscle only grows. In, in a calorie surplus because you're creating an anabolic environment all of the time. Mm. And, and you know, the, 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 you don't need a huge surplus and it's always going to be dependent on the output and, and, or, you know, some of those things. But the reality is if you can, you know, train hard enough to warrant obviously more calories, will you get more options at that point? You can raise your fat up more and you can really mm. push your carbohydrates up more. And, yeah. and it's just like, you've got to earn, all of the extra stages in order to increase those by your output and how well you can train and all those sort of things. And we've seen that, you know, yeah. some people it's just like, how, how is this person eating so much food? I'm like, cause they train like a fucking beast. And if they don't eat that, their weight actually goes down, which is, you know, for a lot of people, they're quite And They're like, Oh my God. Like, it, like if they don't eat enough, their weight goes down. It's just like, yeah, like it just mm-hmm. makes sense because the body needs what it needs when it needs it. So <laughs> You're, and I you're think, in that stage where you just yeah. like you're training that while your body's just going to go. We need more food. Right? I think
1: and too. Think too, like Craig. I've seen this so many times with our clients. Is you, you and the coaches have done these fat loss phases, and then you've got they've got them down to the desired body weight, body fat levels, whatever, and then you guys have slowly reverse dieted them, and they've been able to put on minimal fat, and now they're eating higher calories, and they've put on some muscle. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, obviously it's going to be a period of time where you've got to be a bit more focused and, yes. you know, but it's worth it because you'll be able to come out the other end if you do it properly and do the reverse diet properly, where you'll actually be able to maintain a leaner body with more muscle yep. at a lower body fat, eating more food. Yep. And, Definitely. you know, like, I think like, you know, women are like, oh, but it's restrictive. It's like, yeah, but it takes focus. Like it took you so many years of, of just doing dumb shit. And I did it too. I did it for fucking 17 years. So you've got to be focused and disciplined to, to get, and, and, and in, to improve the health markers at the same time. And also I think too, like if you're doing the fat loss phase to maintain good health, which yeah. you can do if you do it properly and you yeah. eat, you know, and structure your meals properly and smartly, you do it for a certain amount of time, you know, you can, cause I think everyone's like, Oh, I'm so worried about like, I'm, it's going to damage my metabolism. I'm like, well, if you do it properly and yeah. if you're not in a truly really compromised state to begin with, you know, yeah. Yeah. It, you don't, you know, you, you, you're going to be fine. Yep. You, your metabolism is just, just going to like, you know, shit the bed, yeah. and, and you're not going to be. No, and you absolutely. see, I see it all the time too. Like sometimes the temps yeah. and pulses will come down as they diet down, but as soon as you guys like finish it and you increase the food, everything comes back up.
0: Yep. You know, yep. it's not. And like... Yeah, and and I would actually argue that point if you actually do the diet properly and you don't, it's you stupid. make better better choices with your food mm. and you're eating stuff where you're getting. enough vitamin c and magnesium and all of these things that really contribute to your thyroid actually function properly you you should actually see kind of minimal change if you do
1: it properly yeah and you don't do it too drastic yeah absolutely like
0: the reality is as you diet down and the longer the diet goes on metabolic adaption is inevitable right you will your metabolism will slow down but it's also a result of you losing body mass as well yeah right so when like a lot of people who, who've got a lot of body mass they're like my metabolism's like slow and i'm like no it's not because you've got a really high fucking bmr it means you are at a baseline you need x amount of calories just to maintain your current body so if you're you know 80 90 kilos or you know like a I 200 pounds or something like that. Like, you know, like you've got a lot of body mass. You need a lot of energy to run that. So your metabolism isn't slow at that point, mm. right? But as you diet down, yes, it will get slower, but this is also why we strength train.
1: Mm.
0: You know, ultimately as your weight comes off, if we're strength training and we're going through this process of at least maintaining our muscle, or if you're a newbie, you'd be building muscle. Well, that's going to keep your metabolism high. And then if you're, you're doing it by obviously eating the, the appropriate amount of protein and not, um, you know, digging yourself into the ground by doing too much work relative to your recovery capacity and you're still getting some sleep at night and you're just making all the food choices that are appropriate to keep all of those nutrients that you need um, in abundance, you, you're going to have minimal effect, right? It's, it, it really is not as bad as what people make it out to be. And I would argue mm-hmm. the people that have had, you know, a really bad experience and I'm like, well, you've probably just done it way too drastically if it's yeah. done smart and you, you yeah. have- take this phasic approach to your nutrition and you know as things are coming up or whatever stressful situations you come out of the fat loss and go back to maintenance and you know you you train in a way that's like i said at least maintaining your muscle potentially building muscle depending on your training age not doing too much excessive cardio that's potentially going to eat away or put you into a further um, energy deficit that you can't recover from like there's just all of these things that if you tickle those boxes it's going to mitigate it pretty well. And then if once you get to the end of that and you get into a good body fat stage where your body is primed to then uptake all of these nutrients from the muscle gain phase, you start pushing the food up. All of a sudden your training will just exponentially go up, especially if you've been training consistently through that time. And then, you know, you'll just have more energy. You'll just start moving more just naturally because your body's upregulating, mm when you get to that stage, it's, it's happy days. You're feeling good. You're looking good. Muscles going on really, really quickly. Like it's awesome, but you've, you've got to be prepared to just kind of embrace the suck mm. to get to that point, you know? Yeah. And, and if you're going into it, just going, this is, this is too restrictive all stiff shit. Cause yeah, guess what? That's what it is. But you, but you know what? Though? You pick, can't have your cake and eat it too. But literally. if you pick,
1: pick the foods that you enjoy, yeah. you know, and also like I've had women say, to me, Oh, but I like, you know, I really want to have the coffee and fudge. And I'm like, yeah, but, don't you want to just feel full mm. like and feel better and not hungry? Like, right? you know, and it's not, you know, pick the foods that you like mm. from the foods that we talked about and just focus on the goal yeah. and focus on wanting to feel good. And, you know, cause if you're eating enough, like within the deficit, obviously if you're filling up with these foods that are satiating, and give you the nutrients, you're also going to sleep better. And your energy levels are going to be better. So focus yeah. on that instead yeah. of like, Oh, I'm missing out on the coffee and the fudge. Cause like, you can have yeah. that down the track, just do the 12 to 16 weeks, get the body yeah. fat off. Yeah. you know and you'll and be feeling world,
0: better and the world's not going to end if you don't have some coffee and fudge <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm like it's one moment in time like when you're that's in a fast right. phase you're in it every minute of every day seven days a week you know yeah. like you would want to be feeling better and and having productive training sessions and being mm-hmm. able to recover mm-hmm. if you can make the options to have better food choices and just miss out on your coffee yeah. and your
1: lunch. that's <laughs> us you can make this process so much easier and more enjoyable and i i i also think Eat the same shit like week to week. Try and keep it similar-ish or only change it minimally week to week because it just is easier. You don't have to think about it. You know, there's less room for error. You know, you can prep stuff in advance because you will feel a bit tired maybe, you know, like towards the end of it, you know, and if you're not having to think about food and you just, it's easy. And, um, you know, and that's why the beauty of picking the foods that you enjoy. Um, And, you know, yeah, just think about the end result.
0: Yeah, you just got to get there, and you just got to prepare. As I said before, you got to, just got to embrace the suck, right, <laughs> to, to to get to your goal. And then once you actually get there, and you you, you hold it, um, you know the reverse, and, and the, the the ability to be able to maintain everything that you've into mm, it's, so, it's so much easier. It, yeah, it's, it's much it's worth much it. Yeah. It's worth it. It's totally worth it.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for thanks for another great episode. <laughs> As always, guys, um, please rate and review this uh, episode. If you've rated and reviewed us before, you can do it as many times uh, as you like. And um, for your chance to win a tub of uh, saturated Premium Collagen, just take a screenshot of the episode um, or the rating and the review and share it on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-A-L-D. And then I just each month pick a winner and you'll get a tub of Saturate Collagen. So we hope that was helpful. And